records, the rankings, the tradition. Gillen. Got it! Syracuse wins! Are you serious? Heinrich puts up the shot. It's too long, and Syracuse is your national champion. Anthony for three. Bang! Syracuse, the last shot. Washington, two seconds. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 2 of the Cuse is Loose podcast. I'm your host, Alex Hasig, here to talk all things Syracuse Athletics. Football season is officially donezo. The Orange won their last regular season game against the Wake Forest Demon Deacons in overtime. Huge win to end an otherwise disappointing season. Obviously missed out on a bowl game by one win, but hopefully... That win gives the Orange some momentum heading into the 2020 season, and we'll see if they can get things back on track. That being said, basketball season fully underway now, about a third of the way into the regular season schedule. The Orange have already played nine games so far, and it has definitely been a roller coaster, to say the least. It's been seen some highs, and we've seen some lows. Um, the big question has been, what version of the orange are going to show up on any given day we've seen a version of this team that has come out and just run opponents off the floor and shot the lights out winning by 30 plus a couple of times and then we've seen a version of this team that has lost to power five teams and lost by more than 14 points every time it begs the question what are reasonable expectations for this team uh, what should we expect in some of the bigger games coming up and heading into ACC play? So we're going to try and get a sense of what's coming for the Orange this season. We'll recap some of the recent games, listen to what Coach Beheim had to say after the Orange's last win over Georgia Tech. And we will also talk to an Oklahoma State fan who the Orange played uh, earlier in the season and get his thoughts on what he saw with the Orange in that game. And then lastly, we'll wrap things up by answering some of your questions, heading to the mailbag, and we'll see what we got there. So without further ado, let's get it rolling. So the more I've thought about it, I actually want to recap the entire season up to this point so far for Syracuse and go back to the very first game. This year started different than any other year in Syracuse basketball history, starting with a conference game against, of course, the reigning national champions in Virginia. And it went about as poorly as one could have hoped. The Orange lost 48-34. Um, definitely a, a tough sight to see uh, a team only scoring 34 points in 40 minutes. I actually went to that game, and it was the most lifeless atmosphere, I think, possible, especially given that it's a season opener and you have Carmelo Anthony sitting courtside. It was just about as brutal of a showing as one could have anticipated. And it definitely caused some concern amongst the Syracuse fan base after that game. But that being said, Virginia has been especially stingy on defense this year. Um, they're holding teams to very, very low scoring games. I was actually watching the other day when Virginia was uh, hosting North Carolina and North Carolina, who many have pegged as a top 10-15 team in the country, was below 40 points with three minutes left. So it's not too far off from 
what the Orange were able to muster against Virginia. So I would say take that game with a grain of salt and move forward. That's exactly what Syracuse did. Rattled off four straight wins, beating Colgate, Seattle, Cornell, and punctuating that all with a 97-46 victory over Bucknell. A massive win, and I think that's when confidence among the Orange fan base was at its highest. 50-point win over a team that was in the NCAA tournament last year, a very good mid-major program. And that's when the Orange headed down to Brooklyn for the NIT season tip-off tournament to play Oklahoma State and then play either Penn State or Ole Miss in the uh, championship or consolation game. And that's when some signs that maybe that Virginia game wasn't an anomaly started to show. Um, Syracuse in the first game against Oak State lost by 14. Tough game. Um, they It was a game of runs in the first half, but the Orange got in trouble with uh, Hughes and uh, Dolzhai, Sadibe all getting in foul trouble. It, it was a free-throw shooting contest, basically. Oak State just made a few more plays. Uh, Orange couldn't get shots to fall when they needed to. So then Penn State the next day, or two days later, excuse me, and more of the same, another convincing loss and things were looking pretty bleak but at the same time the orange had iowa at home coming up and they picked up the win there it would calm things down but bad times kept rolling the orange fell to iowa 68 54 in the acc big 10 challenge that being said four and four record it's their worst start in over 20 years. Positives are it's a young team, not one senior on the team. There's going to be growing pains, and it's tough to expect this team to go out and beat NCAA tournament teams when they've barely had any time to get acclimated to the position they're in. Um, the one bright spot through it all has been Elijah Hughes, who's been playing incredible basketball averaging over 19 points a game, uh, over four rebounds, four assists, over a block and a steal per game. I just read something that he would join Markel Foltz as the only college player to put up those numbers, which is insane. That's a number one draft pick in the NBA. So he has been a true star for this team, and it's just been difficult to find uh, the rest of scoring output needed to compete night in night out with these power five schools so that being said standing at four and four the orange's next game heading in to atlanta to play georgia tech in their second acc game which has now been a part of the non-conference slate not too much optimism among syracuse fans a lot of people calling for the Firing of Bayheim, which is bananas to me, but uh, beyond that, Orange went down there. No one really picking them to win or even compete. So in typical Syracuse fashion, when there are no expectations, that's when they play their best game of the season. Um, they came out, dismantled Georgia Tech, 97-63, uh, never close at any point. 
Elijah Hughes and Buddy Beheim both going off for career highs. Hughes had 33, 26 of those in the first half. Beheim had 26. He had 20 of those in the second half. It was their best performance. It's definitely given some life back into the fan base and everyone around the program. And it came at the perfect time with the Orange set to play Georgetown this weekend in the big rivalry game. And obviously, with a win that big, expectations might get a little too high again. Coach Beheim still says there's a lot of work to do with this group. Uh, let's take a listen and see what he had to say after the Orange beat Georgia Tech to pick up their first ACC win of the season. We've got a lot of work to do. Um, I thought we had a couple of good practices, but you never know coming in here. I've seen Georgia Tech a couple times, and they were they they they're capable. I thought we did a good job with DeVoe. We just didn't let him get comfortable, and uh, you know that was you know he's one of the, you know leading scorer in the league. So you, you know do a good job on him. That's a big part of your defense. We just wanted to be there every time he caught it, not give him any space or driving lanes and. We did a good job with him. We did a really good job with him. Yeah, you know, when you make threes, it just changes the game. Uh, Marek gets the ball in the middle and is able to get in the lane and make plays out of the lane. Um, I thought he was, you know, good today. His numbers weren't, you know, great, but they were, you know, pretty good. Yeah. He was pretty good today. But Barama was good. He was played defense. He, you know, made some steals, got some rebounds. He was he's getting back to healthy. He looked he looked he was a, a big factor today. It was good for Jesse to get in there and show he can do some things. Howard I thought was really good. Uh, Joe played really good and he made the two step walk that we can't make and he's got to get that out of his system. But he made. His first two real th big threes in a game when it was they were coming back a little bit, he just pulled up. He can make that shot. He just hasn't been. I mean, he was two for 18 from the three. Uh, he's not going to do that very long. How important is a game like this in terms of you're playing in the ACC? Every game's important. It's every game for us is important. You know, it, it's there's no one game. We've got to play them all, and you, you're going to have some ups and downs. But you got to be ready to play, and you, you know it's. You don't get many easy games on the road uh, in this league. We've lost down here the last couple of times, and uh, you know, I just think our movement was good, and we made shots. You know, we got good looks, but you know, th they would have come back in the game, but Buddy hit that streak, and that was the, that was it, really. He hit that streak, and and Elijah's got us going, then Buddy got it going the second half. But they're both good shooters. If we get them good shots, they can make them. Well, when he's passing to guys that are making threes, it's pretty easy to get an assist. You know, he he was good. He did a good job defensively. I thought he was, uh, you know, really steady. We've got to get Quincy going. You know, he's he's really struggled, and uh, you know, we we need to get more out of him. But you know, How Howard was uh, was very good, very good tonight. 
Thank you. After a quick break, we'll be joined by Gabe Wiersma, a huge fan of Oklahoma State, one of the teams who gave the Orange a beat down already this season to get his thoughts on what he saw from Syracuse in that game. Joining me now on the Cuse's Loose podcast is Oklahoma State fan and my roommate, Gabe Wiersma. Gabe, how we doing? Good. Pleasure to be here. All right. So, obviously, Syracuse, Oak State played each other. Things didn't go too well for my Orange. You got the dub in that one. But what were your thoughts on that game? Well, I definitely thought it was an interesting matchup coming in. Uh, two teams that sort of are a little uncertain this year. Um, definitely some potential both ways. But um, as far as the game, uh, I thought it was you know a really interesting game. It was definitely lots of runs. We saw Oak State jump out to a 11 nothing run. Cuse came back. And it's sort of that first half was very interesting going back and forth. And then finally, obviously... Oak State was able to pull away in the end. Yeah, the Cowboys really dominated the second half. But looking at the entire game as a whole, who stood out to you on uh, Syracuse's side? For me, it definitely had to be Elijah Hughes. Um, he's already shown you know, through the first set of games this year that he's definitely going to be the Orange's score, big-time scorer. Um, you know, the rest of the offense has seemed to struggle a little bit, been a little bit uh, uncertain as to who else may step up, but... Hughes definitely seems to be their go-to man, and he definitely showed in this game as well. Yeah, as I said earlier, Elijah Hughes, the first guy since Markel Fultz to average at least 19 points a game, four assists, and four rebounds per game with a steal and a block also. So, Gabe, what do you think the potential is for the Orange this season? Looking down the line, obviously, young team, things will develop. How far do you think they can go? Well, yeah, no, as you mentioned, I mean, they're definitely a young team, so... Still a lot to be seen in terms of where they go with the rest of this year. Um, but, you know, I think they definitely do have some potential. Um, they should hang around somewhere middle of the pack. ACC, I see them. Um, who knows, you know, some of the other teams in the ACC this year as well are um, have some question marks. So who knows, they could hang around in the ACC and make a tourney run. All right, lastly, since I know you're the Oak State fan, not a Q's fan, what is your season prediction for the Cowboys? Well, I think similar to Syracuse, um, you know, they also have some question marks. They uh, play defense very well, but they don't really have a dominant scorer yet. And um, so, you know, we'll see in terms of the rest of this year who stands out for them scoring-wise. Um, in the Big 12, I think they could also sort of be a middle-of-the-pack team. Um, you know, they have a couple more non-conference games ahead of them that – a big one against Houston as well, so that you know that could really shape their season as well. But um, I think in the Big Twelve, you know, I would say somewhere in the middle of the pack. All right, and since I know you're a gambling man, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Give me your national title pick for this season. Oh wow, this is a tough call here. Uh, wasn't prepared prepared for this one, but um, I'm gonna say uh, I'm going with North Carolina. North Carolina, bold pick. Coming off a couple tough losses to Virginia and Michigan. We'll see how they shake out. See if Cole Anthony can carry them to a title. But Gabe, thank you for the time and the insight. We'll be right back and we'll wrap up the show. Now on to our mailbag section where we will start with a question from Trevor in Fredonia, New York. He asks, besides North Carolina, Duke, Virginia, and Louisville, who do you think will be the toughest foe that Syracuse will face in the ACC? 
Well, I think for that, my answer would have to be currently number 21 ranked Florida State Seminoles, coached by Leonard Hamilton, led by players Trent Forrest and MJ Walker. They play a similar, or not a similar brand of basketball. They have similar type of players to Syracuse, very long and athletic. And they have multiple guys who can score, which is tough because the zone likes to take away your top one, two options. But Florida State's one of those teams that usually has five guys on the floor that can score the basketball. And plus, Florida State, very good on the boards. And that's with a weak point of uh, Syracuse this season. I think Florida State would be the team to give the Orange problems, as they have in the past uh, this season. Our second question comes from Brian in Oswego, New York. He asks, which bench player do you think will end up having the biggest role by the end of the season? Well, this is such a young team and so many guys developing. I think it's kind of tough to say for certain who the most prominent guy off the bench will be. But right now, the early signs point to Quincy Gurrier uh, out of Canada. The freshman came in with a lot of expectations. He started the games over the summer on their Italy tour. He has struggled, though, in certain games. And then other games, he's looked fantastic. Um, I think he adds a different dimension when he plays well and when he is playing well he is the best rebounder on this team and that is where this team needs the most help but we've seen some games where he doesn't score a single point and he only grabs one or two boards we need the Quincy Gurrier that shows up and gets a double double maybe 10 points 10 boards 8 points 10 boards but the the rebounding is the biggest thing with him and playing inside I think he struggles when he tries to float away from the basket and start from the perimeter I think the way that he needs to approach the rest of the season is make sure he's just fighting inside for every second chance opportunity finishing layups getting rebounds and then I think the rest of his game will really blossom from that point on but I think he will end up being the key piece off the bench but the development has taken a little longer than uh, most people have anticipated But that'll do it for this episode of the Cuse is Loose podcast. Next podcast, I'll recap everything from Syracuse-Georgetown rivalry game. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to subscribe and give us a follow on social media. Until next time, keep bleeding orange. Go Cuse.